0: All right everybody. welcome. this is BC. Uh, this is another podcast episode, Supreme Being, and I have a, a special guest interview for you today. Uh, you guys know that now that I've split up my YouTube and I have my main YouTube channel and I have a second one, now I'm kind of uh, discussing things outside of like sales and that kind of stuff, uh, diving a little bit deeper into, you know, current events slightly. And I have a guest today uh, who works in the medical field, right? And you know, this whole coronavirus thing and COVID-19 thing has been. Huge, so I wanted to welcome Tiffany to the podcast. We'll get a short introduction from her, and then we'll dive right into all the the juicy details. What's up, Tiffany? Thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. So, um, a little bit about myself. I'm a critical care nurse. Kind of how me and you got you, me and you got um, connected up really was um, a friend of mine who is a real estate agent. Um, he works with Keller Williams actually in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, told me about you because I'm interested in your real estate just passed my exam actually so I started following some of your YouTube videos um, and then later that day you went live on Instagram and coronavirus came up so that's kind of um, what led us to where we are here today having this discussion but um, yeah I'm a critical care nurse um, so I guess I might have a little bit of a different perspective than what some may have just from kind of working in the field
0: Cool. Yeah, definitely. And I know before uh, we went live for like a minute, we were discussing a little bit kind of, you know, what you see in your observations. So the question I wanted to pose and then you can kind of go down however you see fit is you said there is some things that you see that are being misrepresented maybe on the media or to the masses. You don't have to cover all of them, but is, if there's any like two or three that specifically you can comment on uh, from firsthand experience, maybe you're seeing it that you know are being misrepresented if you can go through those i think that would be helpful uh, helpful for people and then what i'll do at the end Mm -hmm. is i'll kind of wrap it up and uh give my perspective on the whole thing
1: sure so um one thing as far as the covid related deaths that's been kind of a hot topic um right now i think that they have us listed at like 150 thousand or so for the u.s and, you know, early on with the testing, there was a lot of backlogs, issues with um, three agents that they were using, different things like that. So it was taking a long time to get the results back. Um, during that time, um, you just kind of treat everybody in the hospital as far as like what you're wearing, PPE and things like that. You just go ahead and treat them as positive. Um... Providers are going to treat them based on what their symptoms present like. Um, Oftentimes people would die waiting for the test results to come back, but ultimately that didn't matter. They were still, depending on the state you're in, I should say, people were still getting coded with the cause of death was COVID, just presumed COVID, even though the result didn't come back. The result comes back later, it's negative. Well, that's all said, it's already said and done. So that never gets changed. So there's probably a little bit of inflation on, on the numbers based on that. Um, we've had a lot of like false positive tests because of, there's a one particular test kit that had a lot of false positives. I mean, the FDA has even released statements confirming that that's, that's true. So, um, things like that don't always get reported. <laughs> so, you know, the, the numbers are kind of inflated, but then if you look at them compared to the flu numbers, I think that, you know, that. I think it comes out to be an average of about 8% of the US population has the flu. So it's like 30 million people. We're nowhere close to that right now. with coronavirus. But, um, so also with testing, there's actually in the area that I live, um, recently there's been a news report. There was a case, um, and I've heard this from people that I work with too. That They've heard this and that, that, um, Someone had multiple people have had someone call them from the health department saying, Oh, you tested positive and they never got a test. So that actually happened in the state of Tennessee. The health department just released that 300 tests that were, it was an error. They never gotten tests, but they were called and told that they had a positive test result. So that's, you know, it's just, that's just something that we happen to know about because he went to the news and, you know, kind of blew that up, but um, yeah. So there's, that's one thing. Um, PP, so let's talk about that too. So early on, um, we were concerned about not having enough. And I don't know, some states, some hospitals, that may have been the case. That was never the case with where I worked. Even the COVID units, they had the PAPRs, the power um, air respirators. They had all the proper equipment they needed to take care of um, the COVID patients and to protect themselves um so were we reusing masks when we weren't taking care of if we were in the icu not taking care of COVID patients or you know other units around the hospital yes but it wasn't because we didn't have enough it was because they didn't know if they could end up getting enough because of the supply most of them comes from where china so um you know not that i don't want to misrepresent things and say that it wasn't scary that it's not scary as a nurse you don't know if you're always going to have all the equipment that you need. And sometimes we do without. And, and like I said, maybe there were places that they, you know, they were having to make shift things. I don't know, but that's not what I saw. Um, so it's kind of like a fear mongering thing. Um, but you know, that was part of what flatten the curve was supposed to do, right. It was supposed to give us enough time to check our supplies, get more equipment, make sure that we had the staff, um, and then the space to house these patients if the numbers were to just spiral out of control. So we did that, that we flattened the curve. We, we slowed everything down to be able to properly be able to prepare for a pandemic and we opened back up and then everybody freaks out when the numbers go up. But, you know, we were never trying to eradicate the virus. That was never going to happen. It's still there when you open back up, you know? So, um, but that was part of the reason the flattening the curve was to help with the PPE. And like I said, I never saw that myself of having to do without. Um, let's see. I have some, a list of some things. Let me look here. Um, real
0: quick, real quick before you continue. Sure, yeah. I want to ask a quick question. So obviously you're aware of some of the misrepresentation that's going on. I wanted to ask specifically for you and maybe some of your other coworkers that are aware of it as well what's that environment like? Like, are people afraid to speak up? Um, are oh, they, some people being told not to say anything? What's that like? So people can get a, like a, a boots on the ground view. Cause that's what we're wondering. Cause we're not there working behind sure, the scenes I mean, like you.
1: Yeah, there's definitely pressure, you know, you don't want to speak out um, because that it's just not very widely accepted. And of course, mm-hmm everybody's opinion on COVID in the medical field is not the exact same as mine. Um, a lot of people buy into the hype a little bit more than what I do. So you're kind of shunned and looked down upon if you don't buy into all of that. Um, then as far as management, um, just they don't want anything that would negatively, you know, um, affect the reputation of the hospital or perceive that. So, um, it's definitely just something that's kind of a brush on the rug. We just don't talk about um, you know, something else as far as misrepresentation of cases, and it kind of goes back to the tests, it's early on when we're still trying to figure things out, um, still learning about the virus, and we still are. Um, you know, we require like three negative tests before you can be released from the hospital. Well, now um, most infectious disease doctors, as well as the CDC, have said that's not productive. You know, once you're so far out from symptoms, at least 10 days, you're symptom-free, no fevers, without having to take any medications to temper the fevers, then you should be good. Um, because you can continue to test positive because there's fragments of the virus essentially still there. You're not contagious. You're not symptomatic. People shed the virus and kind of get rid of it at different rates. So that you can continue to have those positive tests. So each time that someone has a positive test after that initial positive it's getting counted as a new case. Mm-hmm. So, um, same thing with a lot of um, workplaces they are not allowing people back to work. They get a positive or, or negative tests and they're having multiple positives, even though it's not really a new case. So that could also be, um, kind of a justification of maybe the numbers are inflated.
0: Wow. Now I know this would be an opinion, right? Cause I'm asking you, if you were just to guess a little bit and that's why I'm stating its opinion, if you were to put a percentage on it, how much, if you were to estimate, do you think the, you know, cases and all of that and maybe even the deaths being misrepresented, what percentage do you think it's off if you were to guess?
1: Um, gosh, I hate to even put a number on it, but I mean, it really could be up to 30%. I mean, I don't know, that could be crazy, but you know, if you think, okay, if you have a hundred people in the hospital and you required every single one of them to keep having a negative test and they ended up testing each of those six times because that happens. Okay. Well, you know, that's sixfold of what you started out with.
0: Yeah. You know, what disturbs me the most is, you know, when you brought up, if someone was still not, um, they didn't get the results back and they passed away, it was presumed that, you know, and it would count on their death certificate as a COVID-19 death. I know five right. people personally Uh, either like I knew them or they were like a friend of a family member or a cousin or something. I know five people who passed away from non-COVID-19 things and their death certificate says COVID-19. And when I started finding out about that, it started making me upset because I said, look, these are the the bullshit numbers that are being pushed out that are scaring people. And if if this was as crazy as they say say it is, why would they have to lie about it? Why don't they disclose it? And I've even seen stuff released where they say, hey, if, if anybody had it, we're going to presume if they die that it was COVID-19, right? And that's been released publicly um, right. and, and people still still go crazy about it. Uh, you know, it, it really trips me out because, I mean, you're, you're kind of far away. I'm in California and I would say the hot zones are like California, Florida, New York where they're really pushing right. it. Well, know you know, yeah, well, Doctor Burks ahead, ahead.
1: visited. Doctor Barks visited our state today because we're, apparently we're a new, up-and-coming hotspot. <laughs> wow!
0: <laughs> Do you follow a, like a total statewide? How many cases you've had recently or since the beginning compared to now? Have you been following that?
1: Um, I've kind of glanced at it earlier, and we the last you know um, couple of weeks we have had an uptick in numbers, but mm. you know, I don't know how to how to justify that because we really don't know, you know, um, is it because, Oh, we're opening back up. Um, is that what it is? Or is it because we're testing more people? And I'm not saying that testing where people's bad, we should put our head in the sand and ignore it. However, people are getting tested that are not symptomatic that would have never gotten tested, but you can just go and get tested for the hell of it now. So maybe they had it, you know, three months ago and didn't really know their symptoms were very mild and they're still getting that positive result that like we talked about before. Um, so, you know, I don't, you know, you see all like with the baseball, if you follow sports, um, you know, it's affected baseball and they're, they're canceling a game and it's like, but they haven't even talked about these players. Like, okay, are they in the hospital? Are they sick? like what's going on they, they all these people tested positive it was like I think 40 some people uh, in this um, major baseball league but we haven't heard anything about that so again yes maybe they're testing positive for COVID but how are they are they sick is it they have look, they have a cold they didn't even know they just you know have to be tested every so many days they got tested and pop positive so it's, it's, it's just weird. kind of the big, my big thing is it's all about like, let's take this in perspective mm. um, instead of, it's just, you know, mass pandemonium here. Um, but I think that people, you know, I understand people want to be cautious. You definitely don't want to be that person who you think that maybe you ended up giving it to somebody mm. and that person, you know, ends up in the hospital. But you can't, um, we can't shut everything down because that's just not how the US economy works. <laughs> We're not gonna have anything left to come back to.
0: I agree. So uh, this is a question I wanna ask you because a lot of people are coming to me who follow me again, like for non-related uh, subjects, kind of like you stumbled across me just because your friend uh, you know, suggested it. And now if somebody is like super hardcore, just caught up in the news and then they come across my stuff, now they have like um, almost like two competing beliefs. What would be mm-hmm. your recommendation since, I mean, obviously you work in the field and you've kind of been a little bit more hands-on. If somebody's kind of like, well, is it super crazy or not? What would you recommend to them? Because you, you've stated the testing sometimes is faulty, right? And some of the kits don't work, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of the stuff being inflated, death certificates being marked incorrect. So if somebody's like in the middle where part of them is freaking out and then part of them is like, well, is this a scam? What would you recommend for them as far as like day-to-day life? if you're going to recommend for them to make any adjustments.
1: You know, if you have multiple comorbidities, if you are immunocompromised, mm-hmm. you know, what those people should be doing what the, right now, what you should be doing during flu season, you should probably limit your trips out. I'm not saying don't go out, but you should limit your trips out. You should be smart about it. Wear the mask. Um, that actually, really protects others from you a little bit more than it protects you from others it's the, that's what it was designed for like a surgical mask it's designed if you cough sneeze you know um talking if you expel anything while you're talking that it prevents it from getting on other people but you know wear the mask wash your hands um one of my pet peeves is people wearing gloves because what do you do? You don't wash your hands when you wear the gloves and you touch everything, your cell phone, your purse, your keys, everything in the market, whatever. And you're not washing your hands. So it's kind of defeating the purpose, but, you know, just kind of use common sense. Like I said, if you're those susceptible populations, um, you know, keep a greater distance from people, wear the mask, wash your hands. Don't be sitting at people next to people, you know, shoulder to shoulder at a bar, things that you probably shouldn't be doing during flu season. But I think for the average person, just be smart and wash your hands. And, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> I can only tell you what I do. I'm not gonna yeah. promise to have all the answers, but that's kind of how I live because you, I just think you have to take everything and think about it. Like, does this make sense? What do you actually see happening? um and not just like you know around you in your surroundings versus what the media is trying to portray um you know maybe people should go back and have a history lesson on yellow journalism i don't know
0: (laughs) right so as i'm listening right you can correct me if i'm wrong basically you're saying unless you're somebody who's compromised right their immune system's compromised or highly susceptible to something like this basically mm-hmm. practice good personal hygiene and common sense.
1: That's what I believe. That's so, what I do. That's and I love what that you said that. Friends and family yeah. And I
0: wanted to hear it from you because I, I, I do my best to have civil conversations with people about this, you know, like I'm not, cause I, I'm the one that pretty much from the beginning, you know, I'm, I'm healthy as an ox and I'm just kind of living my life and, I really don't want to wear a mask, you know, if I go to a certain business and they absolutely require it, okay, cool, out of respect for the owner, I'll put it on and then I'll take it off when I leave, but I'm not freaking out about it, you know, but I just see so many people, especially um, like in the beginning, like two or three months ago, just like they're literally like if somebody even walks within three feet of them, they like jump, they'll literally jump like three feet away from them and be like, get away from me. If somebody sneezes, everybody like freezes and like wants to run away. It's like, dude, you know, people don't realize and, and maybe I can throw this question at you. Have you seen anybody come into the hospital, whether it's COVID-19 or not, that literally because of the stress and fear that they induce in themselves actually made themselves sick? Like, do you see that often? Or have you seen something happen where uh, a certain disease or sickness worsened because of somebody's mental state? I
1: mean, I can't speak to if it's because of their mental state, because of, you know, stressing over COVID, but absolutely just stressors in our everyday life. Like we see, we absolutely see people come in, um, because of that. I mean, stress increases your cortisol levels. Like that's not a healthy thing for people to, um, have an increased weight gain. It's not good if you have diabetes. Like, so, I mean, with the stress and anxiety from anything, um, can definitely be health, unhealthy and just lead to exacerbations of conditions that they already have going on, whether it be mental health or other physical things.
0: And, and, you know, just from my observation, I see typically the people that I know or I've known in the past in my life who are more on that lower frequency of like drama, gossip, negativity. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that get sick all the time. And then somebody right. like me, I never get sick ever, right. you know, or if I do right. have some sort of sickness, it's mild, it's like half a day or a day, and then I'm better. And, uh, but when I preach this, it gets called pseudoscience and all that's all BS and just give me a pill. You know what I mean? So the last mm-hmm. question I want to ask Tiff before, um, you know, we wrap up is for the people that maybe are listening to this that are extremely stressed about COVID, is there any advice you can give them that will maybe calm their nerves a little bit so they don't freak out?
1: You know, I think part of the fear is the uncertainty and we, we don't know everything about COVID yet, but you have to remember we're seeing all of this play out in real time. We have all of this technology and the media and everything, so it's in our faces all the time. But you have to see that with other things like the flu, like MERS, and things like that—that's happened in the past. These we had these same kind of things going on. We just didn't realize it either. You weren't alive. You didn't pay attention. It wasn't—you know—we don't have—we didn't have as much social media and TV as we do now. Um, so just know that this is this will pass like this isn't something that's completely unheard of or new as far as what's going on. It just takes time for science to sort through everything and figure it out. Um and then you know don't let the media take too much hold of you. You know, do your own research and make sure that it's backed by reputable sources and take that versus um fear mongering for ratings. Um, yeah.
0: Cool. I appreciate that, Tiff. And I'm glad you said credible sources because people will send me videos of Bill Nye, the science guy, saying to wear a mask and that we should listen to him.
1: Yeah, please don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And, or they'll refute something that I post without any evidence or their own research. And they'll say, well, CNN said this. And then I'll watch maybe that clip from CNN and I hear it straight from their mouth where they say, anonymous, an anonymous source stated this. So, I tell them, I'm like, that was based on an anonymous source that you didn't fact check. So, you're just going to believe it because CNN is stamped on it? That doesn't make any sense. So, thanks for coming on, Tiff. Appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to, I know you were on my live and you kind of brought it up, and it was like only one or two messages that you said. And that's why I wanted to bring you on because, um, you know, I I think more and more people need to hear this. And I, I just think it's a shame that you know, uh, people have to be cautious, right? You have to be cautious about what you say just because you go against the grain. Um, And I've seen doctors speak out about this over the last couple months. I did right when it came out. And in the beginning, we were just, everybody tried to trash us and, and just bash us because we had a different opinion and we had opposing viewpoints and, and stats to, to go against this. And we were automatically called BS and said, well, you know, you're not uh, you know, in the medical field. And I'll turn around and say, well, look at Bill Nye, you guys will quote right, them and right. post their stuff all the time. So you're a hypocrite. If you're going to tell me that I'm not a part of it, you have Bill Gates, who has zero credibility in the medical field, and he's pushing vaccines and this and that and laughing about it. So right, I mean, whose advice are we going to take here? If you're going to tell me that you got to practice what you preach. So thanks for coming on. Um, If you know anybody else, Tiff, I know we're still live. If you do know anybody else who would be welcome to speak out about this or something, maybe they're in a different area than you, maybe in a different state, please send them my way. I'd love to chat with them for 20 or 30 minutes on the podcast and definitely put it out.
1: Yeah. And thank you so much for having me. And if I can just give one Harmless little plug here. Um, since I did practice, uh, past my real estate exam, I'm waiting for that to come through. But um, a friend of mine, she's expanding her real estate business to um, Tennessee. She's already in Kentucky and Florida. So shout out to Casey with 523 Real Estate.
0: Awesome. Shout out to you, Casey. <laughs> Is she <the> one <laughs> Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. To watch it. me?
1: No, actually, oh. that was um, Andy. Mm-hmm. Andy. Okay.
0: Well, shout out to Casey and Andy then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thanks
0: for coming on, Tiff. Appreciate you. So guys, um, thank you to Tiffany. I'll wrap up here uh, in the next couple minutes. Look, all I'm saying here, regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, I'm not saying this isn't real, right? I've known some people who had you know, uh, you know relatives and friends who have passed away, uh, who had other um, symptoms and other diseases and sicknesses. And then the COVID-19 is what kind of put them over the edge and then they passed away. I'm not saying uh, those people's lives don't matter. I'm not saying I don't sympathize and empathize with them. What I'm saying is this, for you in your life, the, the decisions that you make, the beliefs and philosophies that you're going to run with and the information that you're going to accept as a part of your reality, you need to make sure that it's correct, right? And at the very least, you can use critical thinking and look at the, if we're just going to call sides, right? The left side or the right side. I'm not referring to political sides. I'm just saying, if you're hearing it from one source, hear at least the opposing viewpoint and then come to your own decision. And then, If those viewpoints gave you information and they cited sources, check those sources to make sure they're legit. You guys have heard me say this before. I have talked to and seen a lot of people, as an example from Google, that are employees that left because they were witnessing Google censor information that was truth and replacing it or pushing in the algorithm other information that's not true, right? So even if you use the almighty search engine Google, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're pulling up factual information. A lot of those fact checking websites are funded by people who are biased. Okay, now which side they're biased on, it doesn't matter, because that's censorship, you need to be able to universally see this stuff. So what I do a lot of times, if I'm going to give you guys a tip before I wrap up, I go after independent journalists and people who work independently, because more often than not, even if they slightly lean one way, they're going to be more objective and less biased than a source like, you know, CNN, right, or something like that. And it's gonna require some more work from you, but at least you can assess the information and get a fresh perspective instead of just buying what you're being told. I started doing this a long time ago, right? When I was a kid, I started questioning stuff. And to this day, I always look into things, right? And it's not gonna require that you battle with people online. I see this all the time. You need to stop that, right? Do your own research, come up with your own conclusions. If somebody wants to entertain a conversation with you, go ahead. But just because you post stuff um, that's counter what most people think, or you know you want to link articles and that kind of stuff and people try to bash you in the comment sections, don't worry about it, right? Don't debate and argue with people. It's a waste of your time. Just keep learning what you learn and eventually you're gonna find people who kind of are on the same wavelength and in numbers there's gonna be strength, okay? So I'm all about truth. I don't lean to one side or the other. I just want truth and I wanna serve what's righteous and good, right? If there's somebody lying or being deceitful, I don't care who it is, I'm not gonna support them and I'm gonna say something, okay? So strive in your life whether it's coronavirus real estate sales relationships whatever you do to be as righteous as possible as forthcoming as honest as transparent and stand for that because that has nothing to do with emotions or anything else it's just the right thing to do all right so uh, as we wrap up here uh, again we'll thank tiffany for coming on Uh, as always this podcast we do every monday and wednesday i like to keep these episodes a little bit shorter if you guys are interested in joining my coaching, uh, Modern Success, you can go to BrianCasella.com, or if you follow me on Instagram, the link is in my bio. Uh, for those of you who are in real estate and want to work with me here locally in the LA area or you're looking to join Team BC, which is now expanded to Florida and uh, Delaware right outside of Philly and other new locations coming soon, go to partnerwithteambc.com, schedule a call with us um, and if it makes sense, then we'll definitely work together. And lastly, if you guys haven't checked out uh, my other two, uh, I have my podcast here that's on YouTube as well, right? Just type in Supreme Being Podcast and you'll find it. And also the Brian Casella Show, which is my second channel where I share things like this. I'm not gonna share that on my main channel. All right, that's it for this one, guys. We'll see you Wednesday, uh, same place, same time, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, We'll see you on the next episode, peace.